Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Edmund swings, hits it in the air to right field pretty deep. Fernando's racing back, still going back at the wall, gonna go. Tommy Edmund has just walked it off. Second consecutive day that Edmund wins it for the Cardinals. Yeah, but the Padres are giving away snap back hats <laughs> to the first 40,000 in attendance when they get home tomorrow to face the San Francisco Giants. So all is still good in the world, right? Oh, my I've goodness. I've seen the snapback, and it's pretty They're pretty, pretty sharp. They're pretty sharp. Yeah, you can get a snapback hat tomorrow. You can get a Fernando Tatis bobblehead next Tuesday. I mean, yeah. there's a big homestand coming up, Scraby. Big doings at Petco Park when the Padres get back home. My goodness. Uh, the season that keeps on giving just keeps on doing it. Uh, Tommy Edmond, the La Jolla Country Day athlete, uh, beats the Padres for a second consecutive day. Today, uh, much more dramatic even than yesterday as he uh, hits a walk-off two-run, come-from-behind home run to beat the Padres 5-4 to four in St. Louis. Welcome into Gwen and Chris. We soldier on one way or another. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios where you can reach us at 833-288-0973. Tony Gwynn Jr., probably pretty happy to be on an airplane about now. Well, he does think of them as coffins in the sky, so maybe not Well, maybe he's not that happy. That's a fair point, Scravey. Maybe that's a fair point. But uh, Tony will not be reachable for the next couple of hours as he and the Padres head back to San Diego with uh, their tails uh, squarely between their legs. This season long ago was over, Scravey. Uh, it's only now that everybody is starting to realize it as the Padres record falls to 62 and 72. They are a season worst 10 games under 500. That despite the third best run differential in the entire National League, uh, wild cards, uh, at least among wild card teams, I should say. The Cubs and Phillies are better, but everybody else that the Padres are chasing, uh, not as good as the Padres. It's, uh, it's been a season that, uh, well, perplexing. Uh, what's your word? Exhausting. Exhausting. I'm not exhausted anymore, though. Yeah, there wasn't anything too exhausting about this series to St. Louis. It was just more of the same is yep. all it really was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the game last night, if that wasn't bad enough, you know, to lose an in extra innings and go, what, 11 for 11 now in extra inning games? 
Well, they're one short of the all-time Major League record. And by the way, that record was set by an expansion team. The 1969 Expos were an expansion team, and they went 0-12 in extra inning games. So the Padres have done what no other non-expansion team has ever done in the history of Major League Baseball, losing uh, their first 11 extra inning games of a season. I don't know if they can drop you, you, Look, you've come this far. You might as well break the record and hold no, it all to no, yourself. No, 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 no. You do not want that record. Yeah, lose that two is more. one you don't. Lose two more extra inning games. Come on. No, make it to no. 13. I'm not going to stand for this. You're not going to stand for that? Yes. I mean, this season, it's certifiable. This is an absolute. This season is certifiable when it comes to what could go wrong, has gone wrong for the Padres, and they have certainly contributed to all of the things that have happened to them. Uh, you know, I don't know where you want to start to complain. I think I'll just leave it up to the phone callers today. Um, I don't really have any more to add than already has been added. But there's one thing I wanted to to approach Scraby and I don't know that I really should do this because I have a feeling that the well I have a feeling that the Twitter oh, nerds no. out there Twitter are going to jump all over my case a little bit Really what what wow what is this Because because the Twitter nerds are the ones that keep pushing forward this theory Okay and I just think this theory is could not be more wrong I don't have a lot to defend my position right now because day after day, game after game, the Padres fail. Yeah. But this notion that this is just a bunch of fat cat, high priced, overrated, overpaid athletes who simply don't care. That is a notion that I just will not stand for. I, I am so tired of reading that every time the Padres lose a game that it's all because of Soto Machado, Tatis, and Bogarts. And Cronenworth to a certain extent, too, because he got paid a lot of money and then he didn't have a very good season. This notion that guys take their paychecks and now are on cruise control and don't care whether or not they win or lose is just ludicrous. And I'm sick of reading it. I'm sick of uh, it being referenced. I'm sick of every time the Padres have a game like they did last night where Matthew Batten goes four for four, Jose Azokar drives in two runs, Luis Campusano hits a home run, and then everybody on Twitter writes, yeah, well, the guys that are hungry are producing, and the guys that are fat cats are just sitting there collecting a paycheck. And the bottom line is, in the game last night, the four-star players did go 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. So I don't have a lot of statistical. No, I don't have a lot of statistical facts to help back up my case. But just think about it like this, too. Like it's such a strange season. I mean, Bob Melvin gets to the eighth inning last night. He gets his automatic guy, which is Robert Suarez. Usually it's a one-two-three type of inning. Robert Suarez gives up a two-run home run that ties the game up, and then they go into extras. No, but that's all because Manny and Bogarts don't care. Well, no, no. Well, okay, here's another thing about this, Chris, is Juan Soto said in the co- the clubhouse a few weeks ago that the team seems like they give up at points. And 
even though he may have not meant it as a generalization of the team, which I believe he did not mean it that way, it's still to people it is these guys are lazy. He just confirmed it for me. Yeah, well, they're wrong. The people are wrong. There is absolutely no way that this Padre team does not care. Uh, They have to be as embarrassed, if not more so, about what has happened than anybody else on the planet. I mean, after all, these guys are going to have to wear this for the rest of their careers, that they turned in one of the great disappointment seasons of all time. But just when you think that they don't care at all, about what's going on. They're going to come back next year and have a chance to rewrite this story. And it's going to be pretty much the same guys. You're going to you're going to change some of the periphery pieces. We'll talk about that as we go along cuz I think there's a couple of things that they have to do. But as far as Manny and Fernando, and you're going to tell me that Fernando Tatis Jr., who plays the game with more joy than just about anybody I've ever seen, doesn't care about losing? You're going to tell me that Manny Machado, who beat up a dugout the other day because he popped up with two guys on base, doesn't care about losing? You're going to tell me that a two-time World Series champion like Xander Bogarts just doesn't care about losing? I, I'm sick of that notion that just because somebody makes a lot of money, that means they all of a sudden don't care about what they're doing because they've, quote, already made it. And I've read this over and over and over again when talking about this 2023 edition of the Padres. And I, I just I can't deal with it anymore. If you want to blame the fact that they haven't hit with runners in scoring position – you want to blame that the manager has done a poor job, the general manager put together the wrong kind of team. Fine. Blame all that. But to blame it on the fact that you think they don't care, I, I just I don't buy it. The one thing I can't, like, I've said a lot of crazy things on this show, but the one thing I can't ever really say is, or I can't question a player's effort because I just don't know. And I believe that they are giving their all. But Juan Soto, I, I just go back to that. I think that gave everyone free reign into believing that this team doesn't care. And it was one comment that was made that after a loss. He says he's seen them given up after games. But why would he say that if he didn't care? True. Good point. Why would he even mention it? Why would he bother if he himself did not care? Why would it, why would it matter if they gave up? Ask again. Ask another question because I really don't care. I this, it's just it's too easy for you, the Twitter nerd, to keep going to this every time they lose a game, and I'm sure I'm going to take a pounding. So, <laughs> at Chrisello SD. Wow, you even gave out your Twitter handle. That's fine. It doesn't. It, you know what? It doesn't matter to me anymore. This is a lost season. This has been one of the most difficult seasons any of us have ever dealt with. As fans, as radio show hosts, as athletes, as managers, as front office people, as people who don't pay that close of attention to the team, it's been miserable for everyone in this entire city. So if you want to, if it's going to make you feel better to dump out your misery on me, feel (laughs) free. Hey, you know what? We all have one thing in common, Chris, and that's we're all very disappointed in this season. Yeah. That's it. Well, I mean, that's the common theme right there. Yeah, but but the, but it's not correct to think that we the fans care and they the overpriced players don't care. Did they all make more money than they produced this year? 
Yes, they did. They all made more money than the production warranted. That is true. But please stop writing that they just don't care. Because I don't care to read that anymore, frankly. 833-288-0973. You can tweet me. Or if you have the guts, call me and tell me you think I'm an idiot on the air. <laughs> Wait. You th- can do that as that's well. That's reserved for me only. What? Oh, you're the only I'm one the allowed only to one. do that? Yes. <laughs> 833-288-0973. We do have some things coming up on the program for you today. I, I got to tell you, I mean, me having this attitude is just kind of a throwing up my hands type of thing, Scraby. Because I really have nowhere else to go. We've complained about every possible thing we can complain about. Every kind of possible loss has happened to this team over and over again. So I think I'm just going to – I thought that my best strategy was, was just to take one for the organization today. Oh, take one for the yeah, organization. Yeah, I'm just taking one for the organization. <laughs> so your calls are coming up when we return. Chris versus the fans is coming up at 4 o'clock. Daily Gambit, a day after Scraby went 7-0. and How did he do this time? The Big Five a little bit later on. And then in the 5 o'clock hour, we will uh, settle into some Aztec football with our friend Kirk Kenny from the San Diego Union Tribune. The Padres are now 6-22 and in one-run games this year, but they don't care. More Gwen and Chris as we get underway for a Wednesday. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. flying home from St. Louis where the Padres lost 5-4 to the Cardinals today on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I am the bearer of good news. Uh, welcome back into Gwen and Chris. Crisello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. We're going to turn over the uh, show to you uh, listeners out there. Phone callers at 833 0973, take your best shot. Blame me for everything that's gone wrong with the Padres. Just don't tell me that they don't care. Uh, for the uh, those who still do care, uh, Giants just lost to the Reds 4-1. to Guess what, Scraby? 
What? Padres have closed within seven and a half of a wild card spot. Oh, you're 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 a big jokester. I thought you actually had good news. That's the good news I have. Uh, Giants and Diamondbacks are tied for the final wild card spot right now. Padres are seven and a half back. Uh, both of those teams. Actually, I do have some good news. We've got uh, Fernando Tatis bobblehead doll to give away. Uh, yes, we do. On the show today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, stay tuned for I've that. I've seen it. It's very good. You have seen it? Yes. I've not seen it yet. Oh, you should go I, over I to Adam's desk. Are, the, oh, Adam's desk has... Uh, is, is Yes. Why does Adam's desk get it before anybody else gets it? Because we give them away, so we need them in-house. But you know what, Chris? If you or if people out there want to get a Hassan Kim bobblehead or a Fernando Tatis Jr. bobblehead or a pair of tickets to Guns N' Roses or some Padre tickets or some SeaWorld tickets, then you need to come down and see us on Friday at Happy Does 345th Avenue. Yeah, we are going to be broadcasting live on Friday afternoon. Uh, Happy Does is uh, the place. And uh, Happy... Happy Does was a happy place (laughs) on opening day. It was opening day. This season, we were there on opening day. There were, it seemed like thousands of people spilling out of this place. No, there's a ton of people. I have a picture picture on Instagram. It was incredible, the crowd. And every time I just said the word Padres, people went, We yeah. made predictions of who, what oh, player was going to do Oh, my goodness, we were this. going to the World Series. It was, we were getting ready for the parade, everything on opening day. I, I have a feeling it's going to be a little different a little different atmosphere there Friday, but uh, we'll still have some fun. Come on by, food and drink specials. And as uh, Scraby said, we'll be giving away uh, tickets to the Padres games and tickets to SeaWorld and tickets to Guns N' Roses. Ticket, ticket, tickets. And uh, Hassan Kim bobbleheads and yes. Fernando bobbleheads. Yes. It's all going to be there for you. Free on, shirts. On Friday at Happy Does. The address is 345th Avenue in the gas lamp. Scraby, you said you were going to put a note on that into today's uh, I did. grid. It's at 240. Uh, 240? Yeah. Oh, apparently I missed Or the... no, I'm sorry, 340. 340? Yes, 340. Really? Yes, under the uh, state oh, of... Oh, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. you didn't put it in the usual mm-hmm. green promotional coloring. <laughs> so that's what I threw me like off. I feel like the, the, the coloring... Yeah, the, it's the never co- used until it needs to be no, used. I was looking for the green coloring. All right. Okay. Looking for the green coloring. We have color-coded things. Prizes are usually either... Well, prizes are actually like tan. Promotion stuff's usually in green. Okay. All right. I'm going to get to the phone callers out there. Um, like I said, if you want to come in and you want to just tell me that they're a bunch of high-priced babies and they, you know just stolen money from Peter Seidler... I'll listen to you, but I promise I will not agree with you. Uh, I'm looking for some other thoughts on this lost season that may make a little sense. Uh, 833-288-0973. Let's start. First up, bat and lead off is Guy. Gary, sorry. Gary, I didn't see the R. Hi, Gary. <laughs> How are you? Good afternoon. How's oh, it's it this going? Gary. It's this yeah, Gary. It's Gary. Gary. Yeah. Hey, Gary. What do you got, Gary? Yeah, it, I just uh, I, I just wanted maybe uh, lead off with something. Uh, well, actually, halfway decent. These guys care, Chris. You and I both know that. I think they're trying to maybe squeeze a little bit of sawdust out of those bad handles sometimes. But they care. But the baseball gods, uh, I think they're kind of uh, turning the, the other cheek a little bit on us this year. But every once in a while, I'll watch. 
the game, and I'll scratch my head when, for instance, runner on first, Grisham executes the most perfect sacrifice fund I've ever seen, get the runner over, and I think it may have been Kim Steele's there, get a get runner on second base, base hit, you get a couple of runs in. That's one of the most beautiful things I've seen. The problem is I just don't see that often enough when that situation comes up. I was going to say the only time uh, I've seen that is in my dreams. Is yeah. a, a sacrifice I saw that bunt. not long ago. Yeah, a, a sacrifice bunt followed by a run-scoring hit. I mean, that just that seems something that you know we've this hasn't happened all year. They could have done yeah, it exactly. They could have done it last night in extra innings. I'm sorry, Gary. They could have done it last night in extra innings. I saw a lot of feedback about that as well, and I kind of agree. I mean, when you can't score in extra innings, try to get the guy to third. When when he's standing on second and they just waste him and they burn him on second, it makes me even more angry. Yeah, but what did the three hitters do in the uh, 10th inning yesterday? uh, Strikeout, strikeout, pop-up. So even if the guy was on third, he wasn't going to come in. That's what you can't do. You cannot do that. You can't sit up there and say, I'm going to hit whatever the heck it is I'm thinking up there. you got to be thinking, get that runner over. I don't care what it takes. That's why they call it, oh, I don't know, a sacrifice. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And, yeah, if they, if they keep doing uh, stuff like that, because most of the time every other team that you do see out there, they, they will get them over because, to me, it's too easy. Yeah, situational hitting has been awful this year. Absolutely Thank you, Gary. awful. Gary, thanks for starting us off. Eight for 50. Eight for 50. That is the Padres' batting average in extra innings this year. All right, so they're hitting 160. And in 11 extra inning games this year, they scored a total of seven runs. Keep in mind that you get to start every half inning with a runner in second base. Uh, well, and I want to – the Padres are not set up for extra innings. They have had trouble driving in runners from second or runners in scoring position all season long. The the it, Actually, extra innings works against them, Chris. They're better off without a guy on second. It's well, crazy how many times they have not been able to score in an extra innings – yeah, and then when they did score in Philadelphia right after the All-Star break, they immediately gave up a run in the bottom of the 10th inning on Bryce Harper's two-out single off Josh Hader, and then they won the game in the 12th inning, did the Phillies. So even on the rare occasion when the Padres do score, then they can't hang on to it. I mean, Josh Hader's had, statistically, you talk about guys that have had bad stats, he's had incredible statistics this year, but not when it's mattered most. Right, I mean, the last two nights is kind of a kind of not really you know emblematic of the kind of season he's had. Tommy Edmond got him last night, got him again today, but that Philly game's an example where you had two outs, bottom of the tenth. All you had to do is get Bryce Harper out, lefty on lefty, and Harper got the hit, and the Phillies end up going on to win the game. So it's just been if it's not one thing, it's another. And uh, that that's how I best describe what's happened this season. And I'm not trying to absolve anybody or everybody of blame. There's yeah. a ton of blame to go around. And we'll get to that later on. But no, I'm not, I'll get no, to no, it. No, in the I'm, off season. Yeah, there's going to be plenty of time. And we're probably going to find out some, there'll probably be some dirty laundry that'll slip out here and there. And people will go, I told you so. But I know one thing you're not going to be able to tell me so on, and that is the fact that these guys just don't care. All right, uh, Gwen and Chris continues. We care until 6 o'clock today. Your phone calls, 833-288-0973. You play the starring role when we return. 
All right, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chrisello, Matt Scraby today in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony, of course, is with the Padres as they fly back from St. Louis following another. It only hurts when you laugh, right, Scrape? Yes. Another heart, heartbreaking loss. Josh Hader, one out away from nailing down the victory. And then uh, gives up a, a double to a rookie shortstop that was hitting about 150. <laughs> and then Tommy Edmond, who beat Hader on an RBI one bouncer off the wall last night, hits a two-run homer today. Tommy Edmond, he, of course, a San Diego high school kid from La Jolla Country Day. And doesn't he um, – maybe I'm wrong. Does he wear 19? Yeah, number oh, 19. There you go. Number 19, yeah, came back to hurt the Padres tonight or today. So Tommy Edmond ends it. I, You know, you look at the losses in extra innings, and the the 0-11 in extra innings, it, it is really remarkable. I, You know, we talked about the, the game last night was one thing. I mean, uh, Suarez gives up the two-run homer in the eighth, and the Cardinals uh, end up winning in the ninth. They get the sack bunt down with two strikes, Last night, and then Hader gives up the hit to Edmund. But they've had so many just painful extra inning losses. The one on in Colorado on July thirty oh, first, yeah. Trent Grisham hit a two out home run in the top of the ninth to tie he the sure game. Did like that's supposed to be dramatic and help you win an exciting game. That would have given the Padres four wins in a row for the first time all year. And yet it's not to be as the Rockies end up steadying the ship and winning on a Ryan McMahon sacrifice fly in the bottom of the 10th inning. And that was that took two hours and 20 minutes to finish up, right? And then yeah. Grisham hits the home run, yeah. sends it to extra innings, and you think, okay, they're finally going to win one of these. Didn't happen. How about the one in Philadelphia? I already talked about that. They scored in the 10th inning of that game. Then Josh Hader had the... Save opportunity, two outs, bottom of the 10th, and Bryce Harper gets him for an RBI hit. And uh, Philly's gone to win that one in 12 innings on a sack fly by Kyle Schwarber. How about the one to the Reds on June the 30th? Oh, They scored two in the 10th yes. to take the lead. Forgot about that. And then the Reds scored two in the bottom of the 10th to tie it up and then got... Two more in the 11th after the Padres scored one in the 11th. I mean, it's just one Isn't it amazing? after another we were, after another. We were scoreboard watching back then, too. Like, this whole season has been a scoreboard watch. It's just, uh, it just was not meant to be for whatever reason. We did something to upset the baseball gods. I, I see curse everywhere. I just can't go with a curse. I can go with a bad season, but I can't go with a curse. So what John in San Diego goes with. Welcome to you uh, on the program, John. Hello. You know, you know, it's funny you should mention that because baseball players are the most superstitious people on earth when <laughs> it comes to sports. <laughs> that is very and true. You know what? I mean, I, I personally, I, I wish they didn't even, we weren't even aware of how much these guys are making, but they're public figures. Take the money out of the equation. Okay, these guys have made a lot of money even before these contracts. These guys all have pride, and, you know, these guys aren't going home. Yeah, it's great to go home and in a great big house and a mansion and have the whole thing. But at the end of the day, there's no way that you can tell me that these guys that busted their butts to get to the major leagues in the first place don't care. I mean, they're 
occasionally the body language says says different things, you know. But I mean, I think, I mean, I think that these guys are every every all these players have a down season, and for some reason, statistically, I mean, defensively they've been awesome. Starting pitching has been awesome, but. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just haven't been able to find their identities and their roles and how all these guys are going to fit in with this lineup. Because individually, you know, these guys obviously you look on paper, but I, I don't think it's a lack of desire. I mean, all these guys are all these guys want to win. Nobody, no, nobody wants to, you know, nobody wants to be a loser. Nobody wants to lose. It sucks. And sometimes, you know, people think, oh, well, they're joking around in the dugout in the eighth or ninth inning when they're losing or whatever. You know, you don't know what's going on. You don't know the context of that. But I, I think at the end of the day, this is just a freaky, freaky offensive season where these guys are all having a little bit down years than normal. And for all we know, you know, we know Manny's had injuries, but we don't know to the extent what injuries he may have. And to me, Bogarts, I think Bogarts he gets his wrist straight. And I think Bogarts is going to have a great year next year. And I think they definitely need tuning up, not an overhaul. You know, they need some spots where they, they need to, to definitely get some guys and work on the bench and that kind of thing. But I, I just think it's just a weird thing where anomaly where you top all your top guys, not having bad seasons, but they're, you know, they're below their average seasons, which you would see. And, these, you know, these guys are veterans. It's not like these guys, any of these guys came in here having one great year and got this big contract. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just baseball is a freaky, freaky thing, man. And it's 162 games. It's a long grind. It's a long season. Maybe, you know, when things are going down, it's harder to get up and get as pumped up as you normally would when things are going bad. And, you know, it's like hitting's contagious and, and playing bad, I guess, can, can be contagious offensively, too. I yeah. mean, offensively, everywhere, every other phase of the game, I mean, the middle of the release has been kind of up and down. But everywhere else, you know, defensively and all that, John, we gotta, you know, what we gotta do with John Scrape. What's that? We gotta get John on Twitter because oh. he makes sense. Yeah, it was a sensible phone call. Thank you, John. Thank Appreciate you, John, that. very much. I mean, I, I really couldn't have said that a whole lot better myself. Uh, it's just been a, a freaky season, and all of the star players have had a bad year. At the same time, mm-hmm. and then they never get a hit with runners in scoring position. Oh, until today, when they go four for ten. And Soto has two for two with runners in scoring position. And they do everything necessary to win the game. And then their all-star closer, who's given up, what, one home run all year? Uh, Before today, the only home run he gave up was against the Dodgers on, like, May 7th. And he gave it up to Mookie Betts in the ninth. Right. So this is the second home run he's given up all year. Yeah. And I was looking up on the stats, because somebody will probably tweet this later today. Tommy Edmond is now four for eight with two home runs in his career against Josh Hader. So Bob Melvin should have known that and obviously taken Josh Hader out of this game. <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? No, I am serious. No, I'm not being oh, serious okay. that he should have taken him out. I'm being The statistics are yeah. right. But I'm just saying somebody will somebody will have comment that Bob Melvin fell asleep at the switch, you know, and should you have know, had Hader honestly, out of the game. At this point, the same I, people who thought Hader should be pitching every night. I I get DMs about about uh, Bob Melvin's mistakes or mistakes here and there, but I I just don't really think the decisions mean much anymore to me, at least. Like I'm not even looking for blame on a decision because the season's just where it's at. 
It's where it is at, and that is not a good place. Jeff in Imperial Beach, thanks for joining us as we talk about the get ready for it sixty two and seventy two San Diego Padres. Amazing. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey, what's up, boys? What's up? Hey, um, you know, I, I'm a Padre fan, and I'm going to quote Major Garrett. I love the Padres because they are. You know, and they're not, they didn't, they're not doing all that nonsense. Those guys want to win, right? I don't think that they're, I don't think, I think they're, they're beaten, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. You know, um, <laughs> I do. Well, if they're not, it, I certainly it, am. <laughs> You know, but but as far as their record and you know all all of this, I mean, I've lived here my whole life. This is my team. Or if they if they go on a winning run and they and they do great like last year, that's awesome. But if they're the Padres, I don't get upset. I don't care. I mean, this is what they do. I mean, <laughs> why is anybody surprised? The only thing that's different is expect expectations were so high. Yeah, and. Me, did I, did I think they were going to win the World Series? Hell no. If they get there, they get there. But until then, you know, show me. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And it's no, it's no big deal. I mean, they did, they're not out there just going through the motions. Those guys want to win, man. I'm a ball player. I played adult ball until I was 50. I just quit not that long ago. And did I ever want to lose a game? Hell no. It's mad if we lost. But I'm just a scrub. You know, so <laughs> those, those guys... They freaking want to win, man. Yeah. And that's that. You know, it's just, it's like, like the other caller said, the baseball gods aren't with us and no. whatever. It, they haven't been. Jeff, thanks yes, for being will. with us, Jeff. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, last night, Chris, after the game, because I, I, when they lost in extras last night, I even felt like, wow, that hurts. Doom and gloom. Doom and gloom. And so yeah. I tweeted out, I even feel bad for the players, hoping or like ducking while the tomatoes were coming at my face. Yeah. But I do feel Did bad you get for some the tomatoes? players. No, actually, I didn't get much of a reaction a at all. support. But I, I do feel bad for them in this regard that no one likes losing. I lose every single week to Tony in Chris's Fantabulous Sports Game Show, and it puts me in a bad mood every single Tuesday. No yeah. one likes losing. If you're any kind of anybody, you don't like losing. And, you know, I like I've said this before, the guys on the Oakland Athletics don't don't have a party every night. I mean, to lose 110 games like they're going to lose, the Royals are going to lose 110, 115 games, whatever it is, it, it stinks, man. I, I, I don't care who you're a fan of. You don't want to lose games. And if you're, it's actually happening to you when you're supposed to win, I don't know. Let's check traffic, see what they have to say. All right, before we get back to the phone calls, and we're going to uh, take the calls over the top of the hour. So if you're online, stay there. We'll get to your call uh, in the uh, 4 o'clock hour. We're here till 6 o'clock, so we have plenty of time. But I, I wanted to touch on something that I thought, that I just looked up and I thought, oh, my goodness, this is kind of interesting to a certain extent. All right? The last time the Padres finished exactly 10 games under five hundred. 
Okay, was 2013. Are we talking full season? Full season. Okay. That's 10 years ago. 2013. They finished 76 and 86. And that's what they are right now, is 10 games under 500. But listen to the lineup they oh, had. No, I don't even want to know. The catcher was Nick Hunley. And I love Nick Hunley. Had 13 home runs that particular year. He had 233 batting average. But it was Nick Hunley. They would have taken Nick Hunley this year at the catcher position in the beginning of the season. For yeah, sure. for the first two-thirds of it. The first baseman that year was Yonder Alonzo. Hit six home runs and hit two eighty one, but a six-home run season for Yonder Alonzo at first base. The second baseman was everyone's favorite Padre, Jed Jerko. <laughs> hit 23 home runs and had a two forty nine average. The shortstop on that team, you think you're upset to have Xander Bogarts now? Freddie Galvis? Do you miss the days of Everett Cabrera? Oh, yes, yes. That was your shortstop in 2013. Third base that year, the man with one fantastic season. And 2013 wasn't it. Chase Headley was your third baseman that year, 10 years ago. Here is your outfield. Carlos Quentin, Alexi Amarista, and Will Venable. Now, I'm not trying to knock any of those nine players. Some of the guys coming off the bench, by the way, Chris DeNorfia. I remember him. Kyle Blanks. I remember him. Of course you do. You he was remember very these tall, guys. Wasn't he? Kyle Blanks was a big old guy. Yeah, he was a big old dude. Uh, but before you, before I come, I should give you some of the pitching staff, too. Eric Stoltz led the team in wins that year with 11. I don't even remember Eric Stoltz. Ten years ago. Andrew Kashner won 10. Edison Volquez, Jason Marquis, and Clayton Richard. The reason I'm bringing all this up, Houston Street was the closer that year. The reason I'm bringing this up is because at the end of that 2013 season, Padres finished 76-86. and 86. You couldn't have had too good of a feeling going forward into 2014. No. Right? No, and you're right. As it turned out, 2014 team won 77 games. Oh, okay. But even though this 2023 team's likely to finish 10 games under 500 or thereabouts, you're still going to have some hope going forward in 2024. It's just a different way to look at this awful season. It's got to be better than where we were 10 years ago, doesn't it? You would think so. You would think so. All right, more calls when we come back. 833-288-0973. Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 